Welcome to the Crypto Gaming Institute podcast. I'm your host, Ben Gothard, founder of the Crypto Gaming Institute, and I'm here to welcome you to the show, to the revolution, and to the metaverse. So without any further ado, please enjoy this episode. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Crypto Gaming Institute podcast. Today, we have a super incredible guest, the one, the only, Myrtle. How are you doing today? I'm good, and thank you for pronouncing my name correctly. <laughs> How about well, you? Uh, I'm doing wonderful, and um, yes, that is one of the big downfalls of podcasters is that sometimes we can't say people's names right and then we look like total idiots <laughs> on air so glad exactly. that all worked out <laughs> so um i know you're incredibly busy and i'm so glad that we get to have this chat um i know you have a big launch literally tomorrow uh which mm-hmm. would be um let's see today is the 12th so on the yep. 13th um it's going to be a huge launch so yeah, I just want to jump right into it because I know you have a lot of things to do. So I'd love to hear what is your story? Um, story way, way back when how I got into crypto gaming exactly. or how I got into crypto. <laughs> well, whichever one you'd like to tell. Well, to be honest, um, I started out as a call center agent, not agent, technical um, way back 10 years stayed in the call center industry BPO here in the Philippines uh, with technical stuff, you know, from Comcast, I can troubleshoot your uh, internet, your cell phone, iOS, name it. So I've been in in the technical field for eight years, been promoted as a quality analyst. And then um, one time I actually am given like an opportunity to be a business director for a media crypto company which is Asia Asia Token Fund. And then after that, yeah, I've been a social media manager, all of the uh, things when it comes to Scratch, you know, all of the levels when it comes to the skills. So now I'm actually a founder of a lot of companies, which is actually Blocktides, a a PR firm here in the Philippines. We're actually registered in Singapore, so under Kinergetics. So yeah. So after that, for all of the years, uh, 2016, we've run through a lot of roadshows already without the COVID. So 30 roadshows in Southeast Asia, promoting projects, featuring them, of course. So Hubi is also one of our, um, if you know Hubi, (laughs) so Hubi is also one of our clients, Odyssey, with my partner from Singapore, Ken Nizam. So yeah, pretty much we're an OG in this space. (laughs) So yeah, it's actually a a big leap of faith for me to handle a project because, you know, my comfort zone is doing PR and marketing for projects. It's already almost 200 projects already. The, if you know Gala Games, they're also, I'm also helping them here in the Philippines for them to, of course, have exposure, have users at the same time. That's amazing. And then now I'm I'm the founder of Place War, which is actually a play to earn, battle to earn. Actually, we want to call it battle to earn game in the metaverse. To be honest, before Mark Zuckerberg posts about the metaverse, we're we're already a metaverse. You know. 
Exactly. He's coming into he's coming into our space. <laughs> exactly. But of course, he's gonna be scrutinized by a lot of um what do you call this when it comes to people hunting him in the government, right? <laughs> I don't know, but he, it's his strategy. We're an open space, we're an open world. Why not, right? If he can build uh something. But yeah, I don't want to touch on that because there's a lot of uh concerns about it. <laughs> Agreed. So I'm so interested in really understanding how you it seems like you just kind of leveled up all pun intended, we're talking about crypto gaming, but it seems like you kept leveling up in your career to the point where, I mean, you started off working with businesses and providing value in a really specific way. And then you just Mm kind of kept climbing, climbing, climbing. And now you have your own ecosystem here that that you've built. So what was, first of all, I think it's really inspiring for people because so many people are like, I want to get into crypto. I want to get into crypto gaming if they're smart. And, but, <laughs> but I don't know how. So, how did you really work your way up and do it in a way to where you were able to both provide for yourself mm-hmm. and you're still able to work your way up and you were able to do it fast enough to not miss out on being a pioneer in this uh, ecosystem? To be honest, there's a lot of rejections that I've faced you know so it's not that easy because people tendent uh the tendency is when they actually see the results so that's where in they can trust you right so when it comes to me from the bpo industry that i got jumping from companies to another because i got bored you know i don't want to work in the nine to five scene and then of course uh into spirituality as well so um it's not in the birth chart that I have. So I'm I'm more into the entrepreneurial side of things. So of course, leap of faith, nine to five job, the stability, of course. Uh, how can I provide for my family here in the Philippines is just like a risk, a big risk, right? So when it comes to investments as well, there's risk. So here, uh, actually, this risk is pretty much a good thing, you know? So because, you know, you are not in your comfort zone at the same time. And I'm helping like troubleshooting at the same time, multitasking, helping people solving their issues with their phones, with their computers. I can troubleshoot that. So it's just like it molded me to where I am right now in the blockchain space, which is actually helpful. I can do 10 10 things at the same time. So that's why a lot of um, clients of mine told me that, I'm more productive uh, than a whole team, you know? So when it comes to that, I started out growing my LinkedIn connection, which I actually uh, did. So yes, building my LinkedIn connections, connecting, rejection. So there's a lot when it comes to the struggles. It's it's inevitable when it comes to being an entrepreneur. So I just believed in myself and of course the capacity that I have. And of course, I didn't give up. You know, for the past years that I've done, I'm here in the space, ICOs, <laughs> from ICOs, IDOs, IGOs already, right? So, yeah, it's pretty much a good thing, a good ride, a good journey, because I did, I really didn't expect this at the same time. I was hesitant, actually, to accept this role because it's a big responsibility. Because when you go outside there having a crypto, if either one 
mistake that you'll have here in the crypto space. You'll be like bashed. There's a lot of bashers, uh, food that's going to happen, right? Uh, of course, not all companies are perfect, but it comes from the uh, team itself. That's why I'm always touch uh, basing, I mean, personally responding to all of the YouTube reviews that the influencers are providing us. Uh, especially in the Telegram group, I always answer them with my own time. I do prioritize the community. So uh, I'm letting them know that you cannot actually do this in the community because without restrictions, without proper rules in the community, it will all go down, you know? So by, by implementing that as a leader, of course, in a company, you need to do that for providing rules, no food, no no scammers, you know, because of course, education is the key when it comes to projects. How can my aunt know how I work with my clients also with block tides? I'm always asking myself, how can I make this company successful? It's just like my own company. So here also in place war, since I already have place war, that's what I'm also thinking. Also with the clients and projects that I have, it's not about the money. It's all about giving value. That's awesome. Not all, yeah, because money goes, uh, again, I'm into spirituality. So when it comes to the ROI, when it comes to money, money comes last because, you know, when you don't need something, you'll have everything. <laughs> I like that. I like that. That's a very tweetable quote, by the way. Uh, <laughs> whoever's listening to this, if you tweet that and tag tag me on Twitter, <laughs> I will absolutely retweet you on that because that's a really good, that's a really, really good. Uh, yeah, um, because, you know, um, there's a lot of people just jumping into a project because of the, the ROI. They're not really supporting the ecosystem, which is really the reality when it comes to the projects in the crypto space and the NFT game. So they're just into uh, the ROI because this token pump, you know? There's a lot of hype with this token when it comes to the prices, but yeah. So when it comes to education, of course, there's still a lot of people, especially here in the Philippines, doesn't Philippines doesn't know what blockchain is. You know, uh, there's a lot of skepticism around Bitcoin, blockchain. So that's why I actually created a group, uh, which is uh, educating about blockchain and crypto, and also the women empowerment and youth. I already spoke to a lot of uh, prominent universities here in the Philippines, to be honest, with thousands of students educating about blockchain. So if you can, I will share it to you after this. So you can definitely check that on my LinkedIn profile that I'm actually uh, being a speaker in some universities, um, University of Makati, University of the Philippines. So yeah. I want to educate the youth what actually blockchain have because you know NFTs are there, but if they don't know on uh, if they don't understand where it came from, which is from blockchain technology, they will be lost. You know, so it's our responsibility as a KOL influencer, as here also in the podcast that you're having and the interviews for us to educate them what this technology is about. So we will not stop here. Of course, we're still going to innovate at the same time, empower them to use this technology. It's already disruptive. I love this. Uh, there are a few things I really want to dig into. Uh, I want to understand a little bit more about kind of the stepping stones that you, you, know, you had along your journey to go from, again, working with 
um, working with a project to eventually starting your own and really building out your own thing. I also want to touch on this idea of a value-driven community and how you actually build the community. But let's talk about the stepping stones first, because I think that'll set us up to, to uh, move forward with the narrative there. So when it comes to the, like the, the stepping stones, and I'm talking about the different positions that you had, the different skill sets that you were learning, how much did you plan that out? Like, were you saying, okay, in three months, I'm going to learn this skill. In six months, I'm going to learn this skill. In eight months, I'm going to learn this skill. Or was it just kind of like you were where you were and you did your best and that opened up the next door, rinse and repeat until eventually you are where you are now? Like, how did you think through that? Um, To be honest, when it comes to the skills, it's just automatic. So hang on, my dog is barking. <laughs> well, if if your dog has some really good insight to share, please. You know, this is a very, a very uh, dog-friendly uh, podcast. Actually, he's a Doberman. <laughs> he's a Doberman at the same time. Uh, yeah, he's really loud, so don't worry. So, yeah, it's, he's already silent. So, when it comes, yeah, to the stepping stones, I really did my own re research, you know? So, choosing the right sources is not easy, to be honest. Also, with the right mentors, it's just like, yes, every day I'm always attracting. I do believe in law of attraction that um, every day I want to attract this kind of people in my life. So, yes, it's happening, actually. It's just like a magic ride here in this space, to be honest, that it's sending me the right people to help me to know more about the venture capital, to know more about the projects, to know more about the best strategies when it comes to marketing uh, the projects out there. So because, you know, Placewar is not just the company that I'm with, also with Block Ties, right? So aside for, from Placewar, of course, we're promoting different kind of, uh, kinds of NFTs as well. So of course, yeah. So the strategies all came out naturally. Uh, finding the right sources at the same time. I'm also taking classes when it comes to Coursera, Udemy, if you actually know that. So yeah, all you have to do is actually observe, um, get to know the communities, go to the Facebook groups, what are the trending, what are the things that you need to follow. Oh, I don't use Twitter, to be honest. I just started Twitter this year because I needed for my project. I studied it, how to tweet, how to do the proper hashtags. I really searched how to do it because there's a lot of uh, platforms like Sprout Social, which you can definitely learn how to do the SEO stuff when it comes to articles. So yeah, it all boils down to actually uh, studying everything from scratch. If you really want to learn something, you'll definitely get there. So yeah. When it comes to the metaverse, of course, from blockchain, metaverse, ICO, IGOs, IDOs, yeah, the strategies is pretty much, um, it depends on the people's uh, tastes. And of course, the founder's mindset. I always consider that because in the Draper University, I'm also a scholar graduate of blockchain and what do you call this, uh, and crypto for entrepreneurship powered by Tezos. So I learned the power of community. At the same time, during our live series, we're always giving away prizes for the community because during pandemic, no one is there to help them. There's a lot of people being unemployed and yeah. So Block Tides is here for us to provide the opportunity that this technology exists 
for us to actually make an analogy how for them to understand it in a simpler way you know so like uh, for example how can you make it understand with a five-year-old kid how can you explain it right so all of the traditional uh institutions and people i call it people so they don't know more uh, about this technology so it's very important for us to actually do that because i really want to uh provide that information to them so is it and i want to get a little bit more specific um like with the the courses that you're taking like or were you saying to yourself okay today i'm gonna learn web design or today i'm going to learn graphic design and i'm going to take a course on how to build a logo and then i'm going to put that in practice and and like what were those specific skills that you needed to either learn about or work on or practice or master to actually get to the point where you were able to really be effective in in community building and and see results in the crypto space yeah to be honest i started with the rejections that i've told you since um, I actually designed one pitch deck for uh, an event. And then someone just gave me like a a criticism about my work. So I used that as a tool, of course, not to be in a negative way, but for me to, uh, of course, improve my work. And at the same time, yes, it actually helped because, you know, again, it's all in the mind and it's how you think about yourself, how to master something. And then now I can actually um, design a piece for two minutes only. And when it comes to the community management, so of course, not all people will like you. Not all people will help you or join your community. Because, yeah, that's just how I believe in when it comes to community building. And, of course, what we have and implemented in the community that we have for block tides and now implementing in place war, of course, is the positive energies. Because, you know, the world is already, uh, the world already have a lot of uh, criticisms or uh, people criticizing each other. So it's our responsibility to be the light for everyone. So that's what I believe in. I'm a different founder than anyone else, not just in technical stuff, but I also provide value for them to change their mindset at the same time. It's just like duplicating myself because not all will be duplicated like me. But of course, it's the will and of course, the motivation that you have that you can definitely help someone. So would you say that like which one is the more valuable skill, the design or the community management? Both. (laughs) Because you need to balance it, you know. Um, Everything is important when it comes to building a company. So for six years, I noticed that, oh, okay, this one is not working, so let's do another one. I'll always have three options for for you to be able to make it. Oh, wait. uh... Wait, we can't hear you. There we go. Yeah. Okay. So someone told me about this strategy for you to be able to use three options. So if the option A will not work, try just the option B. And if option B will not work, of course, try C until you can actually make the perfect formula and achieving your goal. So every day I always write my goal in my planner. I'm an old school. I don't use um, cell phones in taking notes. So I have my planner. If you're, if you love coffee, we do have Starbucks planner. 
everything is always full when it comes to the schedules. I want to post this video. I want to learn uh, social media masterclass. I want to learn about public relations. So every week, if ever that my intuition and my higher self, of course, will suggest something for me to learn. I always listen to myself. So just like I'll pause for a while and then I'll listen, what do I need to learn? So I, I'm always doing that. So of course, I'm going to ex execute that because procrastination is not the key to success because there's a lot of people pro procrastinating that they, they're just actually sitting and then, of course, expecting a good life, right? Because the meaning of law of attraction is you attract at the same time with action, of course. I love that. So it seems like the strategy is go out and be a part of different communities that are already doing really well and observe. And then you'll get kind of an inkling or an intuition of what you want to take from that and what you want to learn from that and then run with it and plan it out, fill your schedule, put learning on the schedule, and then just keep doing that over and over again until you're mastering your skills and you're moving forward with your goals there. Yes, that's right. And it's not just about learning skills. You need to have a balance in maintaining to take care of yourself at the same time because you cannot function. Again, me, mind, body, and soul. So I do work like that. And then feed yourself with uh, positive stuff when it comes to the quotes. Every day I use Pinterest just for me to be motivated. Because, you know, there's a lot of people actually uh, going to uh, be happy when you share that inspiration as well. So I always do that to the community. Because at the same time, again, it's not just about the money. It's not just about the technology, but the balance of everything. I love it. I love it. So... When did you first get inspired to move from your working with a project to your starting your own? Like, how did that, where was the inspiration and how did you actually do it? So to be honest, um, it's a leap of faith again. So we just started last September. So I I actually asked again myself, am I ready for this? So of course, um, after six years, I need something new. I already proven to myself that I can do something in the PR field. So yeah. So second time is I need something new. So I tried it. Of course, if you want to actually try something, start it. Because ideas are there for a purpose for you to execute it. I love that. I love that. So you just kind of, so it seems like it was just, you were ready for something new and you were like, all right, I'm going to do it. I'm just going to try it. Yes, exactly. So I didn't expect it. Everything we're pretty much uh, oversubscribed as well. Now it's really overwhelming with gate startup. So we're listed as a startup in, in gate IO it's the exchange. So it's oversubscribed now by 80,000%. So it's unexpected at the same time. It's overwhelming. Um, I know that I have value. I do know that all of the things that I'm doing is valuable. And I know because, you know, doing a business, again, it's you providing value to the clients when I'm with Loctides, of course, the results. Because a lot of people can promise you something for the services that they can provide, but cannot really execute it. So I'm telling them, okay, let's just try this. Sometimes I'm offering it for free uh, way back that I'm still starting. So I'm offering them free sponsorship, free, uh, everything free. 
when it comes to the services that I have. And then that way I prove to myself that I can deliver. That's an additional to your question earlier. So y'all are subscribed oversubscribed by 80,000%. That's amazing. Um, how did you, like, how did you go from, and I'm really interested in like the specifics. So you, you may not be able to talk about them, but if you can, let's do it. Like, you have this idea that you want to start your own thing. You jump into it. I mean, you have to be like, you have to find developers. You need design. You may be doing some of that. You need community management. You maybe are doing some of that. Like, how did you build your team and then go from team to now 80,000 over percent oversubscribed actually launching a full fledged project? Like, what was that? Uh, so, after? yeah. I told you that um, way back three months ago, I really wanted to uh, try something new. I actually told my mom, by the way, my family knows cryptocurrency and blockchain. And all of my cousins also do crypto and hold tokens. <laughs> Not a financial advice, but I already taught them everything when it comes to blockchain and crypto. And yep. So of course, um, I told myself, uh, myself, I need something new. And then one time this uh, connection of mine approached me. Hey, I have a project. Um, I want you to be the founder for this. So I accepted it. I looked at the project at the same time. So he's based in Australia. Um, he's also a, a partner of a venture capital firm. And then, yeah, I told him, yeah, this is a great idea. So we collaborated with the strategies when it comes to the KOLs, the investors that we're going to have at the same time. So what we did is collected everyone from different uh, continents. So if you can see, IOTechs is our partner. Um, we have the Chinese community. We have the, um, I mean, Asian community, Vietnam. So we're still expanding. At the same time, it's growing. We also have uh, Spain community. We have the Russian community. I told him we need to actually have strong supporters for each uh, continent because a lot of people just choose like without strategy, only choosing for this just to raise big allocations for everyone. So it all depends on the allocation, the strategy of the tokenomics. So it all boils down for an undervalued project to check the team, the backers at the same time, right? The backers, the market fit. So I actually posted something in place or about that. So the community will be informed. So they're safe actually when it comes to investments. We're not a financial advisor, but of course we can provide education, right? So there, when it comes to the strategy, of course, getting crypto.com, you know, the following of crypto.com as our seed investors. So we already have the branding. They already have the uh, right partnerships when it comes to Formula One, UFC. Uh, recently, it's Twitch, you know, when it comes to crypto great gaming, it's going to be booming. I mean, it's going to be really like hype. Of course, uh, crypto.com, what I love about Bobby, the founder, uh, when it comes to crypto.com capital, he believed in my vision, our company, as well as while uh, it took a lot of uh, a lot of meetings when uh, securing this deal, you know, it's just like nerve wracking. Uh, I didn't expect that they will invest, to be honest, because um, 
when it comes to reputation, you need to actually thank the right big people to be partnered with. Of course, I don't want to let them down by them investing to us, right? That's amazing. So you have this partnership with a venture capitalist and y'all create this together and then you're going out and you're. it seems like you're literally going country by country and you're building partnerships with different investors. And that would, of course, um, almost unlock access to their communities. So they learn about you. And then you're just kind of going from place to place and you're getting investment dollars, you're building community and you're building a reputation. And then you just execute after that, right? Yes, for sure. Because, you know, when doing the private sales last month, I'm actually telling them that, it, that it's just not about the money. So, of course, it's the value proposition that each partnership will have. Because there's a lot of uh, projects out there just seeking for funding without really understanding um, what's it for, right? So, of course, funding is important. Of course, when it comes to establishing for marketing, for a lot of different stuff when it, when it comes to costing, but the value there, the long-term partnership. So what I've learned also in the program with Raper, that actually investments are like marriage. So you have to build the right um, communication and partnership at the same time by treating them as your um, friend or yeah, your closest friend, because it will not last we didn't accept people with just demanding a high allocation at the same time, but cannot really, it's just like they're disappointed because it's not a big allocation. It's just like, are you just in it for the money? So because we're here to stay, we're here for the long-term, for the uh, long-term vision for place war. So that's what I told them. I love that. So let's talk about the actual um, project itself. Um, what was the kind of the driving thesis, the driving narrative behind the the game and like, what's it all about? To be honest, the real reason why we started this without the booming of the NFT games, we started this last March. So last March, we're already building this. So we actually thought, since last year, I'm also into gaming already, uh, supporting Gala Games. I know that tokenization and gamification will really boom. It's just like a gut feeling that it will really be the next thing after the meme coins. So yeah, I started out uh, supporting Gala Games at the same time, owning their NFTs. I own NFTs without the hype, you know? So that NFT is now worth $10,000. So I'm still keeping it. <laughs> so it's just like supporting uh, myself. I mean, believing in myself, believing in the gut, the trends, the research. It all boils down to the gameplay here. The inspiration is the Western uh, culture thing, Reddit, our place. If you're familiar with Reddit, sensations, our place. Uh, that's the inspiration at the same time. Um, Gunbound Fortress. So if you're familiar with V2, Fortress V2, it's like worms. So it's like attacking each other. It's just one part of our ecosystem. It's the PvP battlefront. It's not just about that. We also have the Place Donia, which we call it. So you can definitely go ahead 
collaborate with your friends, invade each other to create the map. Because you know CryptoFox, right? It was sold for a million of dollars. So it all started there from the pixel idea at the same time for that pixel idea to be actually in the collaboration part in Playstonia that we have. So every season, you'll have the chance to have the creator rewards. So it's not just for gamers that we're actually supporting. We're also supporting the artists as well. So for example, we saw this NFT. It will be broken into pieces. We sold it for $10,000. You'll have the chance to win that uh, pot of money because we do have the placed DAO treasury, which is actually also part of the governance uh, ecosystem that we have. The community has the right to vote. So it's, it's also the Guild Wars that we have. It's a 10 versus 10 for the tanks, the NFT tanks that we have already. And of course, you can definitely go ahead and, and uh, fight with each other. So may the best team wins at the same time. So there's this uh, player. If you're not going to play in the 10 versus 10, you can definitely go ahead and uh, just bet on the team that you want to win. If that team will win, of course, you'll get the money. So it's just like a voting mechanism, quadratic voting mechanism that we'll, we have here. And uh, it's just like four parts that we have. The battle to earn, uh, PVP, three versus three. The other one is Playstonia. The other one is actually the Guild Wars. And the other one is the Pixel system. So it's all gonna be a really fun ride here that's why there's a lot of people interested because it's not a typical card game that you can see launching out there i don't want to compare but of course um it's all about being unique we will also have uh an open world which you can definitely go ahead and interact with each player that you want for example, I'm from the Philippines. So the other players from Spain or Germany or Russia can definitely go ahead and collaborate and chat with them inside. It's an open world for Playstonia. That is really, really cool. It seems like there are a lot <laughs> of different uh, facets of the game that kind of touch on a lot of different um, a lot of different game mechanics. So it seems like that it could get a little complex there. Like how big is your team and where's the developer power coming from? Like how, how many devs are on the team and how'd you build out that uh, team? 10. So from uh, Philippines, of course, and then Taiwan. So they cannot speak English. So that's why I'm the one who's relaying everything. So the advisor that we have knows how to speak English and Chinese. So he's the middleman in actually relaying everything. So I just got an update that the development is advanced already. So the PVP is going to be out. So it's really exciting because before in our roadmap, it's going to be launching next year, but it will be released before Christmas. That's awesome. So you yeah. actually have a I, I don't know, but, but they got motivated, I guess, with the private sales that we've done. But I'm really excited. That's amazing. That's amazing. So I want to start uh, start wrapping it up here. I, you know, I know you're very busy. You have your big launch tomorrow, and I'm very appreciative of your time. Uh, just a couple more questions for you. So we talked about how you really got here, explored uh, the ecosystem that you're building, the project that uh, that you're really working on right now. But to kind of take a step back and talk about 
the crypto gaming industry as a whole and the metaverse, what do you see as the future? Like, where are we going and what is it going to look like? Well, it's already out, outrated when it comes to the future that we're always talking about. But I do believe that everything will be connected at the same time, especially this pandemic happened. So there's a lot of people craving for connection. You know, it's all actually virtual. So it's going to happen at the same time. I don't know what will happen after pandemic or if it if this will end at the same time we never know you know so while it's still here it's happening it's for us to build innovate at the same time expand create build at the same time so the future is actually for me is in the virtual world not just in the crypto so it just imagine um, blockchain technology will be uh, connected to the AI and provide education. So that's what I'm also thinking about in the future. So of course, there's a thin line when it comes to AI because not everything can be in the AI. We're still human. So of course, um, there's a lot of people going to be un unemployed when it comes to integrating everything. So it needs to have a balance. Not everything can be like in a virtual world or can be digitized you know we can still keep actually the balance when it comes to bridging technology and the reality because that's what metaverse is all about by bridging everything right because place war can definitely be connected to another game since we're a metaverse right there's actually this someone tweeting thanks for something i uh, it's a similar uh tank theme so they want to actually connect with place war i'm i haven't uh check that them or uh but yeah i'm still gonna look at that so of course we're open for partnerships of course we can definitely collaborate with a lot of brands just imagine you having your tank with the design that you have like crypto gaming institute like for example crypto.com will have their own nft stacks here so it's bridging all of the companies right so we can definitely do that here in place war by connecting all people collaborate have fun and at the same time, my partner is always telling me that he we created this not for the purpose for the people to have a job while playing. I don't know what's his purpose about that, but uh, a game should not be like a job. It's supposed to be fun. So yeah, that's our take on that, actually. I love that. I love that. So last question for you. And again, I'm very appreciative of your time. But uh, what question should I be asking you that I just wouldn't think to ask? Hold on. Can you repeat that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, what question should I be asking you that I just wouldn't think to ask? Well, that's a hard question now. <laughs> well, I do expect it for you to ask me about the gameplay. Yeah, and the other things like what's your roadmap, your plans, but you've asked a different thing. It's actually a different uh, thing or uh, experience that I have here with your podcast. It's really an eye-opener as well that there's a lot of podcasts out there that's not just talking about uh, simple questions. Well, um, thank you. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> Yeah, you know, the, the whole purpose really is like to dive into and really more to showcase the people 
behind the technology, behind the projects, because at the end of the day, it's still people that, I mean, we're still people and we're all doing all these things. Yeah, we may have come into the virtual world. We may have entered the metaverse, but we're still people at the end of the day. So that's like the whole, that's the whole thing I think is so cool was like, we're still people. There's still humanity yeah. there. The people is actually, or the humans are actually the ones who's connecting inside the metaverse. So pretty much we cannot uh, do digitation for every everything. That's the one I mentioned earlier. So it needs to have a balance also. I'm also doing this, by the way, and interviewing a lot of founders, CEOs, and block types. So yeah, you can definitely check it out. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. So I would highly encourage everyone to go research and, and find all the things you're doing and everything that we talked about. Go dig into it. Have a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot. So, you know, get... Uh, get a nice cup of coffee and, uh, and sit down and get ready to dive into this whole world. So, um, yeah, thank you so much, Myrtle. I really appreciate your time and I uh, wish you the best of luck with your launch tomorrow. Thank you so much. And thank you for having me here. And it's really an honor for me to present at the same time. I don't want it to be a techie stuff. Also, I want to inspire a lot of people that if I can definitely do it, they can also. Amazing. Well, I love that sentiment. Um, you know, I, uh, <laughs> I have a lot of sentiments here that I will actually. <laughs> I love that. So again, thank you so much, Merle, and to everybody who's watching, listening. Thank you. Y'all are the best. Game on. See y'all in the next episode. Thank you so, so, so much for checking out this episode of the Crypto Gaming Institute podcast. Now, this revolution of crypto gaming, blockchain gaming, and the metaverse, it's not going to happen by itself. We all need to participate. And the best way to do that is to get involved with the community, is to help spread the word about crypto gaming, blockchain gaming, and the metaverse. And the best way to do that for this show is to follow us on Twitter, is to review this podcast on all of your favorite podcasting platforms and is to reach out to me directly. You can reach me on LinkedIn. You can reach me on Twitter and let's talk about it. Tag me and stuff. Use hashtag Crypto Gaming Institute. If you want to get retweeted and shouted out, make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel and just engage, engage, engage. Let yourself be seen by myself, by the community, and together we can bring this crypto gaming revolution to the mainstream world.